Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by SpiritualRecharge.com. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel Hecht, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. Today we're talking about the number one way to success. And right at the beginning, I just want to acknowledge that this audio has a strange background noise, which we don't know what it is, but we will remove it in the future. So our apologies for that. Hope you're enjoying this session. Much love. Everyone wants success. We all want some sort of success, whether it's transformation in our feelings, changing our thinking, success in our work, our business, our relationships, our health. You know, there's so many types of success, financial success. And what is the way to success? We're going to be talking about some spiritual methods that are actually the same things that people use in every area of life. So whether it's famous sports people, artists, whether it's comedians, whether it's yogis, whatever it is, any area, there is something that connects all of these people and all of these amazing achievements together. So how do we achieve success in our life? What is the number one way to success that you can use? And also, what is it that ruins or sabotages our success? What are the things that pull us down that we might not even realize we're doing? And why is it that some people are extremely successful while many are not? So we're going to dive into this today. And let's start by just coming to acknowledge the fact that not everyone does achieve success in life. A lot of people are not successful, some people are, and a wise person will look at the difference and say, what are they doing differently? Or what are their, the factors, what are the situations, what are the environmental things that lead to success? I've just got back from Hawaii, had a lovely trip. I'm gonna be going back and forth more often. And in my life, I come across lots of different people, meet lots of different people, work with different people. And I tend to work with people who want to be spiritually awakened and also want to make a difference in the world in one way or another. And I also come across many people who are just struggling in life and want some help. So I, you know, see lots of people, meet people, connect with people, receive questions from people. So this is something that I've been thinking about, absorbed in for years and years and years and years. And what I've noticed 
is that those who are successful, let's just say on a financial level or on a physical level, because you can see it externally, those who have means, who have attained something physically in their life, are doing something significantly different from those who are struggling. In Hawaii, because it's so expensive, so many, so many people want to live there, there are a lot of people who are living there who actually can't really afford nice houses because even a little shack, it's quite funny, you see the, <laughs> you see the ads for houses, people show me some. It's like $4,000 a month for some little shack, you know, literally a tiny little shack somewhere. It's quite funny. So people are kind of making do. And then there are other people who have like multiple houses and they have all sorts of properties in different parts of the world. And so it's very interesting. And I spend time with different groups of people. So here's what I've noticed is that those who have attained the things they want in life, they have an extremely clear aim. They know exactly what they want. And they are aligned with that aim. What does that mean? It means that they're thinking, they're speaking, the words that they use through their speech and through their thinking, and their lifestyle and their actions are aligned. They're connected. What they do during their day is connected to their aim directly. And those who do not have what they want in life, I've come across a lot of people recently who are having various levels of struggle, you know, and there's a lot of people struggling in, in many different ways. We're all having some sort of challenge. And what I noticed is that when because I did a lot of meditation classes recently, so people would have a little bit of chit-chat before the class or after the class. So I was just curious, what is it that people are thinking about, talking about? What I noticed is those who are having a lot of challenges, they spend most of their time talking about things that aren't directly relevant to their aim. So someone might be complaining about the news, or worried about something they can't change, or just caught up in some philosophical thing that it hasn't got any practical purpose in their life and they can't do anything with it, or they're just dis distracted, distracted in various other things. Because if we don't have an aim, if we don't have a clear goal in life, if we haven't got something we're moving towards, a vision, then what do we have left? We haven't got a goal, an aim, what are we going to do? We're going to look around and we're going to say, what's going on? What's happened? How's so-and-so doing? What about this? What about this? We're going to get involved in just the things around us. And if there's nothing going on, then we'll go online and we'll see something happening. Or we'll get caught up in some, some sort of thing that someone else wants us to do. So if we don't have our own aim, we will get caught up in other things. And by being caught up in other things, we can end up 
losing our opportunities in life you know we don't end up where we want to be because we're sort of drifting around from one thing to the next so this is a this is a common theme that i've found consistently again and again and again across years and years and years with so many different types of people it's not age it's not gender it's not any of these limitations there are people who are old and extremely successful and wealthy i was staying with one billionaire guy for a little bit staying in his house to do meditation and he you know multi-millionaires billionaires that's the sort of people in hawaii because it's an expensive place there's a lot of people like that all over the world and how did that happen it's because a clear aim clear focus clear alignment whereas other people they they literally when i've spent time and spoke to and listened to this again and again and again there is not an aim if you say to somebody what is your aim they won't actually be able to tell you a direct aim and then it's just caught up in this endless spin of everything else everything else everything else and then a lot of blame blaming everyone else blaming the government blaming somebody else getting caught up in little things and making a big big fuss about it so this is why we need a big aim because a big aim takes us out of our petty disturbances and our little little issues and pulls us up into this higher space where we can feel that we've attained that which we want the aim is an inspiring thing in the moment and then align our life with that and that means saying no to the distractions if it's not aligned with the aim then we can let it go having a clear goal allows us to make good decisions in life having a clear aim helps us prioritize should i do this or should i do that if we haven't got an aim on what basis can we decide what to do why do we choose one thing and not another thing life has infinite options we go into a store and we can buy almost any food we can imagine why do we eat one food and not another it depends on our aim if we want to be healthy we choose the sorts of food that will bring us health if you go online you can get caught up in things all day long but if you have an aim you can say i'm going online to do this thing and then i'm going to go offline and do something else so it affects how we speak to people what we do with our time with our energy with our thoughts and what this comes down to is one is having an aim and then the other side of it is to use the things that we have in our life specifically so that they become a means of our success what does that mean it means that right now 
you have lots of things. You have physical objects in your house. If you look around, you've probably got a lot of stuff. Right? Various things that you own. And then you've got relationships, your friends and family and connections. And then you've got various technology. So there's all these things in, in the world, right? You've got money, you've got a car. And then you've also got time. Everyone gets 24 hours a day. And then you've got your mind, your thoughts. That belongs to you. And then you've got your words, the things that you speak out loud or write down. And then you have your actions, what you eat, where you go, what you move around. Every, there's so many different things we can do with our physical body. So we have all these things in life. And if we want to be successful, we have to line them all up with the aim to use them in a w way that brings value. This is a profound thing. When you really tune into what this means, lining up, aligning, using everything you have towards success. I'll give a, give a practical example. Let's say my aim is to help people, which it is. I want to help as many people as I can. So I have a computer, I have a body, I have a mind, I have all these things, right? So if I use my mind to think, how can I help others? What can I do to share? If I use my voice, my words, like I am now to speak. If I use the internet and computers to upload things and to inspire people, right? Then that's using my mind, my thoughts, my energy, my technology in a worthwhile way. I'm using it in alignment with that aim. I could also think about random things and have pet peeves and get annoyed about stuff. And I could spend hours and hours and hours wasting time online. And I could speak about gossip and complaining. Do you see what I mean? So I could use those exact same things in a way that would harm me and others. And right now, each one of us has all of these things, our thoughts, our words, our actions, our connections, relationships, technology, wealth. Is it aligned? Are those things aligned directly so that what you do is moving you towards that beautiful aim that you have? There's a beautiful quote here. If you constantly have the aim of achieving success, anything wasteful will automatically finish just as darkness is automatically finished by light. By having the aim of using everything in a worthwhile way, all the wasteful will automatically finish. 
If you have a firm aim, you will definitely imbibe qualifications. The aim draws the qualifications. Right, this is extremely profound thing to realize. Your aim, whatever your aim is, draws, pulls towards it the qualifications, the necessary actions and thoughts and attitudes to attain the aim. Right, let's just take a, a practical, visible example. Let's say someone wants to run a marathon, okay? And let's say they've never run a marathon before, but they have this idea. You might know people, maybe you've done it yourself. And they get it in their head, I want to run a marathon. There's a marathon in one year or six months, and I'm going to train and I'm going to run the whole thing. If they have an aim and it's sincere in their heart, what's going to happen? Right? It will draw towards them. That aim will draw towards them running shoes. Somehow they're going to end up with running shoes. They'll get inspired. They'll buy something. It will draw towards them probably other people who are also wanting to run a marathon. It will draw towards them the schedule to start running and walking and getting it, getting fit. They'll get exercise clothes. Right, Everything that they want towards that aim will start coming. They'll make time for it, the time will appear, so they'll get the thoughts, the words, they'll talk about it, they'll have friends talking about this stuff, they'll have probably various forms of running shoes and socks and shorts and everything, right? Sooner or later, they'll end up doing that stuff and that becomes part of their life. If they didn't have that aim of running a marathon, they wouldn't have all of those other things in their life. Their life wouldn't be aligned with that because then what would be the point? So if you have a spiritual aim, let's say your aim is to experience divine light, divine love, infinite peace. Just having the aim to have higher consciousness draws towards you the things that will support you getting that, which is why you're here listening to this, actually. You've drawn this to you because you have an aim. If you weren't interested in higher consciousness, spirituality, and having a beautiful life, you wouldn't be listening to this. This is what you want, and now here's methods coming to help you. So every single part of our life our mind, our actions, our words, our connections, relationships. Is it aligned with the aim that we have? Because each thing we do with each level of life can be a blessing, can move us in the right direction. Most people don't think about this sort of thing because this is very deep. But what we're literally saying is that every single thing at every single second of your life can be used as a means to feel better and to move forward in your life if it's used in a worthwhile way. 
so the mind is the most immediate thing because that we always have a have a mind have thinking so if you want to feel better then thinking i feel so sick i feel awful i hate everyone but life is terrible those sort of thoughts will make us feel terrible make us depressed make us disheartened make us want to give up so if we use the mind to criticize ourselves criticize others blame people we'll feel terrible we'll become weak on the other hand if we use our mind to think success is guaranteed <laughs> it is done it is done i'm moving forward things are getting better and better and better every day this is a wonderful opportunity for progress right if you think these sort of thoughts then you're going to feel much better your mind is being used in a worthwhile way right so is the mind fundamentally the mind is it being used in a worthwhile way and then there's words okay let's touch on words because words are very powerful i was reading recently that the children who are from an upper class you know middle class upper middle class wealthier background they hear 2500 words a day different words right 2500 people from working class background the children hear somewhere around 1200 words a day and people who are on welfare their children hear about 600 words a day isn't that fascinating so the lower the level of wealth the lower the amount of words that the children hear and those words are either supportive of moving forward in a certain direction or they're harmful right so even the word for example higher consciousness a lot of people have never heard that term they don't know what it means higher consciousness or powerful thoughts or divine bliss <laughs> or the karmatit stage yeah Do, this is a very magical word karmatit stage the karmatit stage means a state of consciousness where you are free from all past karma where nothing you do has any effect on you and you're completely free from everything nothing has any impact on you at all completely free the state of karmatit right most people have never heard that word karmatit stage and now you have right so now just by having that word you've now opened your consciousness to a whole new world because it represents a concept of being completely free from any negative influence and any suffering doesn't mean suffering physical pain isn't there it means that there's no experience of any pain completely free of bondage karmatid stage yeah, even the idea that there are thoughts words actions relationships and connections and you can line them all up with your aim most people have never heard these sorts of words in the sentence put together like this so they can't imagine that idea that there is even such an option to have an aim and line your whole life up to it so our words the words we speak to ourselves in our head 
and the words we speak to others have a profound effect on our life. And the words you read, the books you read, the things you see on TV or on the internet or whatever you look at, that all has an effect. Is it being used in a worthwhile way? And then think about relationships. Some relationships are genuinely beneficial for you and for the other people. So that's a win-win. Is it is the relationship aligned with the aim? Some relationships are not aligned for the well-being of the people involved. Some people, frankly, as I'm sure you're aware, they drain your energy, they get you in a, in a funny bad mood, and you end up doing things or eating things or drinking things that you'd rather not. Or talking about things you'd rather not. Or hearing about things. You know, you probably know people. You come in, you come in contact with them. And next thing you know, you're, you hear all this shocking stuff that really is kind of disturbing and you have to go away and process it. That's a, that's a relationship and connection that's not necessarily beneficial unless you want to be involved in that sort of thing. If that's your aim, to be involved with people and listen to their stories, then okay, fair enough. But if your aim is to have higher consciousness, have success, then you want to align the relationships you have so that when you come in contact with people, it is connected to your aim. And the conversations you have, the energy, the, the benefit of coming together is such that your aim is expanded. If you've got this clear aim in life of what you want and then you hang out with somebody and then you end up spun out and not quite sure what the hell's going on and a little bit off-center and you have to readjust everything, then get back on track, then that would be a sign that it's not a very useful relationship. And it's not that we're just trying to use people. That's not what I'm saying. We just want to make sure that we align our life with the highest good for all. And some relationships, if we're radically honest, don't benefit you or the other souls. I've had to come come to the humble realization that certain people in my life, I literally had to stop connecting with them entirely because I couldn't find any way of it being a beneficial situation. It's not that I'll never talk to them and I have a bad feeling. It's just that certain dynamics just don't work. And it's better to be honest about it than to try and fix something that can't be fixed. Some relationships can be improved and they can be worked through, but others, it's not really worth the effort and it's not going to work. Some people, it's good to spend a little bit of time with them once in a while. But a lot of time with them all the time isn't going to work. And other people, it's good to be around them every day. Right? So you've got to tune into this. All the people in your life, people you listen to, people you connect to, if you read books or you have various people you you follow on the internet, is it beneficial for your well-being? Is it aligned with your aim? You might be fascinated by something that somebody says, but is it helping you become stronger? Or is it just an interesting distraction?
So using everything in the worthwhile way, it comes back to this lovely story that you might have heard from the Bible. I can't remember who it was or what part of the Bible, but they have a lot of great stories in the Bible. And there's the father who had three sons. And he gave them all the same inheritance, a certain amount of money. I think, like, let's just say it's a million dollars, right? So he has three sons, he gives them all a million, a value of a million dollars, and then he goes away. The first son, or daughter, spends it all on lavish parties and crazy trips and goes all over the world and does all this stuff and it spends all of it and ends up with nothing. The second one decides that instead of you know you spending it, it's gonna bury it in the ground or put it in a safe so that no one can get it. Anything from it can't get it can't get lost. It's still gonna be nice and safe. And the third one decides to invest in a worthwhile way to use the wealth in a way that accumulates more wealth, does service, helps people, and actually grows and grows and grows. The father comes back after many years and asks them, okay, what did you do? And the first one says, well, I'm sorry, it's all gone. You know, I spent it all. He kind of sheepishly looks, at, looks down at his feet. The second one proudly stands forward and says, I buried it in the ground and it's still all here. <laughs> and the third one says, I have turned a million into 20 million and I've helped all these people and created all these beautiful things. And in the story, the father is pleased with the third one, but is not pleased with the other two. Because even the second one, you might think, well, why? what's wrong with that? The second one didn't use the assets, the wealth, in a worthwhile way. The first one just wasted it all. The second one didn't do anything with it. And only the third one turned that treasure into something more. And this is exactly what we're dealing with every single moment of every single day. You have the treasure of thoughts. Are you using your beautiful thoughts in a worthwhile way, in a way that brings benefit to you and others? Treasure of your mind. Are you using the treasure of your words to speak elevated truth? to help people, to uplift people, to give love and light? Are you using your money in a worthwhile way to eat food that's good for you and to donate and to invest? Right? You might have noticed recently the value of money has dropped, right? So saving money, I mean, I've actually have to admit, I've made this mistake myself, is just accumulate money in the bank. But then that, that money is worth less today than it was three years ago, right? I would have been better off spending more money on various different things, investing in things, than having it in cash, because cash just drops down in value. So even money, right, it's great to have money, but is it being used in a way that grows? Your relationships, are they being used so that you're 
aligned with the right people for you, for your life, for your needs, for the benefit of everyone, then is the internet and cell phones technology, is that being used in a way that is aligned with your aim? The treasure, these are all treasures. Like a lot of people think that they they haven't got enough. But if you look around, we have all these treasures, the treasure of wealth, treasure of time, treasure of thoughts, treasure of relationships, of words, connections. So we have all these treasures. We're all surrounded by treasures. We're living in treasures and we can use them. So let's do a little little workshop exercise here because I've spoken a lot, but really this comes down to doing something about it. So just take a moment. If you can grab yourself a pen and paper, or you can write it down in, on your phone or computer or whatever, but whatever works. I'm just going to give you give you a moment to grab something because this is a very, very useful little exercise that can support you aligning everything. And what we're going to do is two parts, very easy really. First part is just to write down what is your aim? What do you want in life? What is your end goal? If you don't know, by the way, that's it's good that we're talking about this now because having an aim is extremely important. It might be more than one thing, by the way, but what do you want? So what do you want to feel? What sort of service would you love to do? How would you like to live your life? What What is your highest life? And, and I really like to encourage this word highest, holiest, most divine, because when we have an elevated life, we feel internally clean and pure and inspired, right? So what are your purest desires that you'd like to manifest? Just write it down, whatever it is, and just notice the good feelings that come from writing it down. All right, and you can always add to this. Now, the next thing we're going to do is look at your aim, and then on another page or next next to it, we're going to write down thoughts. Just write the word thoughts, feelings, actions. relationships technology and money money right, these are your treasures we all have them so just write down next to that so you've got your aim on one side, you've got mind, you know, thoughts, feelings, actions, relationships, money, 
technology. You know, I'm, I'm using technology just because it's a dominant thing in the world and it's something we can use one way or the other. We can use it to help us or drain us. So write down what are the things that you could do with those different treasures that you have that would align with your aim. So what sort of thoughts, start with thoughts, what thoughts can you think in your mind that are aligned with your aim? How can you use your mind in a worthwhile way? What would that look like? What, what would those thoughts be? What would those visions be in your mind? If the thoughts are aligned with the aim, then you'll feel really good, right? So if you want to be spiritually awakened, then you might think things like, I am a spiritual being and I've attained everything. I feel fantastic. I feel connected to God, to higher power, to divine peace, you know, whatever it is. You, that's the sort of thoughts that connect you. So line up your mind with your aim. And then think about the feelings, the f what sort of feelings are aligned with your aim? Because if we want to feel happy and we're feeling stressed, <laughs> then, you know, that's not aligned. So the thoughts will help the feelings, the feelings will help the thought. Everything will help everything else, by the way. So the feelings are, in many ways are a byproduct of the other things. But just write down, what would you like to feel that is aligned with your aim? What sort of feelings, sort of experiences? Beautiful. You can always add to this later on. I recommend, you know, you, you go through this a couple of times. And then once you're done with everything, putting it next to your bed so that you remember, okay, this is my aim in life. And these are the qualifications. These are the things that will help me get there, that will line it up now. And by the way, when you do this, you'll feel much, much, much better in yourself because your life is aligned. One of the biggest causes of stress is disalignment between our life and our goals so you got your thoughts you got your feelings now let's talk about actions what actions can you do that are aligned with your aim so what what sort of things so if you wanted to let's say you wanted to start a youtube channel right and that's your aim and obviously you want to be shooting videos and editing videos and figuring out how youtube works right your aim is to get healthy, then you want to make sure you eat certain things, don't eat other things. So just take a moment, write down what are the actions aligned with your aim.
this is a it could be a quite a long list right the actions <laughs> and then the next thing is connections and relationships right what's the difference relationships are people we're connected with more frequently connections are people who we're not really in a deep relationship with but, but connected to there's there's more connections than there are relationships in life but they're very important our connections with others those sometimes those little connections that you don't know very well are profoundly powerful so how can you connect with the people who are most beneficial for your aim and remember, you know, ideally your aim is about helping others and yourself so that you're not, it's not you're like you're using people for your own needs, but the connection together is a win-win and win-win-win-win-win. So you win, everyone wins, everyone's better off by being together. So who are the people that you can connect with that are beneficial for your highest aim? Just write down their names and the sort of things that you can do together that are aligned with your aim. How can you line up your relationships so that they're the most value for you and others? This is a very deep thing to so think about all your relationships connections and which ones are beneficial and, and maybe it'll be good to move things around a bit so you spend more time with certain people and less time with others right but you might have connections with certain people you haven't connected to for years and it would be good if you did right and then we have technology how can you use technology in a worthwhile way? I think technology is a double-edged sword because on the one hand, it's highly, highly, highly valuable to do certain things, listen to certain things, connect to certain people. It's very, very useful. And on the other side, it can be extremely toxic and waste huge amounts of our life, make us spin out, absorb all sorts of nonsense that we have to process, right? So there's a massive downside to it as well as a massive upside. So how can you use your phone, your computer, internet, and all that stuff in a worthwhile way, in a way that brings benefit? And then finally, money, money and wealth. You know, if you have stocks and assets and various places, 
then it's the same thing with that. Wealth is includes everything, land, property, homes, stocks, crypto, all these different types of assets, gold. But then, you know, of course, cash, bank accounts. How can you use the physical things that you have in your environment, you know, your physical stuff and your money and your various types of assets in a worthwhile way? This, all of these topics, by the way, we're just scratching the surface because if you start looking around, like I'm sitting here out in the garden and I'm helping my mother clearing out her house over there in Hawaii. And, you know, there's so much stuff we have. A lot of it we don't need. And a lot of it is actually draining our energy. We're better off with less. If you think about Jesus, Gandhi, Buddha, Mother Teresa, Right, all these great souls and all these different gurus and everything. They had hardly anything. Why did they have so few belongings? Because they were much more effective with less. So we can ask ourselves, is our money and is our physical stuff being used in a worthwhile way? Or is are we getting trapped in it? Are we wasting our money and wasting our stuff and getting overloaded with things? This is This is a major problem right here. Buying stuff we don't need with money we don't really have to spend on things that actually clutter up our house. <laughs> do, you, do you see how absurd this is? This is a big problem. Most people have far too much stuff and not enough money and not enough time and don't have an aligned life. And when we feel unaligned, we often think we need more stuff to feel better. So we end up buying more stuff to compensate for being unaligned, which then makes us more stressed out with more things to deal with and more debt. Do you see what I mean? This is it's a vicious cycle. So look at your life, look at your physical things and your wealth. How can you use that in a worthwhile way so that everything is aligned? Wonderful. So hopefully what you end up with here is a list and I highly recommend you stick this next to your bed and maybe even redo it a little bit. So you have your aim on one side and then you have all these elements of your life that can be used in a worthwhile way, valuable way to connect directly to your aim. So that you get what you want. And then 